the states or abroad, no one's safe from the talk is a fraud. In the states or abroad, no one's safe from the talk is a fraud. The following goes beyond the show and beyond the gram to bring you all the fraud that's fit to be uncovered. This is the Fraudcast, and now here's your Fraudcaster and the woman behind Frauded by TLC on Instagram, Katrina. Hello and welcome back to the Fraudcast, or if you're new and you're just joining us for the first time, welcome to the Fraudcast. Thank you for joining us. With me today, I have a very special co-host, back by very, very popular demand, I bring you Hannah Kawa. Say hi. Hello. Popular demand, huh? Yeah, oh my God. The reaction <laughs> I got from your from your previous uh, appearance on the show uh, has been through the roof. And I don't know, for those of you who are just tuning in, who haven't heard, Hanakawa joined me on an earlier episode which she co-hosted and did an interview because she her ex-husband is Ben of Ben and Akini. So if you haven't <laughs> listened to that, go back and listen to that. I believe it's episode three. Go back and listen to that. And she was such a great co-host that I'm bringing her back. And a lot of people asked for her back, so here you are. Don't let it go to your head, okay? Well, I'll try not to. <laughs> So here we are. We have, gosh, we have, you know, the season's still been kind of boring in a lot of ways. Like, there, I think that there's been a lot of fun stuff uh, happening that we have. Uh, like, we have some fun ancillary characters. We've got Porn Granny. We've got Hot Boxer. <laughs> we've got all kinds of interesting things happening. But it's from a fraud perspective and from a sort of overall happening perspective, I've been finding it still relatively boring. Yeah, I would agree. Um, and you're right. This, the side characters are actually better this, this season. Like the kids, the kids are great. So the kids are great. Yes. Yes. So, um, we're seeing a lot of like Max and Cece who are, uh, Michael's kids of Michael and Juliana. So it's been good to see them. They've had a lot of fun things to say. And we'll get to some of that in a little bit as well. So we're going to start you off in a fun, exciting way. Listen to this. I'm thrashing on my beat. I'm skating on it like, uh. I'm mashing to the beach because we about to have some fun. We with some bitches in the sand. They soaking up the sun. We on that Southern Cali side. I'm repping where I'm from. So, (laughs) do you know what that was? Uh, That was his music, right? That was Blake, also known as Hollow Brooks. And so, actually, I actually... um... I never like to jump and say, I don't like someone's music, but I don't actually sit and listen to it. Mm -hmm. And so I went to the the music place where you get the music and I actually Mm -hmm. listened to some of his music. Okay. And I'm quite impressed, actually. Um, Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. I was thinking more of, okay, so my cousin, uh, I don't know where he is now. He's probably in New York City or he's in L.A. He goes back and forth, starving artist. Um very humble, but he has, um, he has his like LA Hollywood dreams. And so I thought that this was another one of those, you know, welcome to Hollywood. (laughs) Um, but no, I was actually impressed listening to it. It's, it's, he's not a bad musician, so I'll, I'll give him the props where it's deserved. It's not bad. And I'm skeptical on music, so. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it seems like you know he's he's got a um, he's got some legit cred on this. That it's not just the music that he makes, but he also has a the uh, the behind the scenes the production mm-hmm. you know education and and whatnot so digging into some of that uh, background on on Blake and Jasmine I was able to discover some new things about our uh, the most anticipated couple of the season <laughs> oh. <laughs> what was that <laughs> so what I've learned about them so we the the fact that he's got this his his girlfriend's sister lives happens to live 10 minutes away from him has been mm-hmm. this source of like what that's a coincidence you know and so every, myself included a lot of people have suspected that perhaps the sister was using some kind of geolocator location dating app mm-hmm. and reeled him in and then handed it off to Jasmine and she took over and it was like oh yeah hi no i'm just kidding i'm in finland so, you know, and like I said, I, I, you know, bought into that theory myself. Now, what Blake says the story is, is that is not actually true, is that at the time he met Jasmine, the sister had not won her green card lottery yet. Gotcha. So she wasn't actually living in L.A., that the sisters were in L.A., on vacation Mm -hmm. and he met them that way. So he met Jasmine when they were in LA. I'm not sure what the show says about how they met. Um, but they met when they, she was actually in LA. This is according to Blake. So they met and then she went like the next day was going back to Finland. So the sisters go back to Finland and it was after that, that sometime after that, when Blake and Jasmine were getting to know each other and talking on this dating thing, dating app or whatever, that the sister won her green card lottery and moved. And she happened to move, yes, 10 minutes away from him. But it's L.A. So then that's where he met them. So they had wanted to go to L.A. They like L.A. Mm -hmm. So it happened to be, you know, that's where he had met them because that's where they were there on vacation so when she gets her green card, she moves to the United States. She's moving to L.A. because that's where she wants to be. Gotcha. Maybe she wants to be, you know, further her career or whatever. So that's the story behind them. And when you say 10 minutes in L.A., you <laughs> yeah. know. 10 minutes I've been the there. flies. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> 10 minutes depending on the day because I, um, I was born in Los Angeles. So I didn't grow up there. But, yeah, we go there a lot. And I'm like, 10 minutes could be a lot of directions from L.A. <laughs> yeah so so it's a really big big town <laughs> and so it's not an unusual so th- that is where that story comes from you know or that is what the backstory on them is it, again according to to blake side of the side of things um i've not been able to prove or disprove that one way or the other so another thing that he wanted to share uh, that I found interesting was the the shit that she was getting for not drinking. So she doesn't get she she because she doesn't want to put poison in her body. Okay. But then people were giving her shit for like having Botox and, and fillers and whatnot. So oh, like dear. that has that not poison? I mean, Botox is literally poison. So his reaction to that was one, she doesn't have Botox. She's never had Botox. But yes, she has had fillers. It's not the same thing as Botox. It's not poison. In any case, I mean, it could be fat. You know, yeah, right? you know. So, 
I guess I don't know. I people are calling her a hypocrite. I guess saying calling oh I don't want to put that poison in my body, referring to alcohol, but we'll do other kinds of things injected into our body. I don't know. I mean, I have a certain view of what of alcohol being a poison, being in recovery, <laughs> being a recovering alcoholic. So. I do view it as poison, but I'm all too happy to put Botox into my forehead for my migraines or vanity, either one. Right. I mean, it comes down to it being her personal choice of what she wants to do and not do with her body. So, you know, um, I don't know. I was going to say Botox couldn't kill you, but it is botulism, right? Isn't yeah, it? it's <laughs> literally a toxin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. That's, you know, that's just. To each his own. To each, I mean, to I, each their own. It's, it's you know, her personal I'm of the choice. Personal, yeah, I'm of the belief that it's everybody's personal choices. And, and her choice of the words, you know, I don't want to put that poison in my body referring to alcohol, but then people trying to call her a hypocrite because she'll have fillers or whatever. I don't know that that's a fair comparison, um, technically, I guess from a very highly technical standpoint, maybe it is, but people not wanting to drink, I think is a different category of things than whether you'll get plastic surgery. So sure. I don't know, maybe, maybe just a little bit of overreaction there, but I mean, there's a lot of things we can snark on, on her about, you know, not wanting to, to talk while she's eating and well it's it's funny it's funny you say that because um on my instagram i put out a poll um asking if someone liked to eat and talk and most people said yes and i'm i'm guessing they're from the american culture where it's like an expectation almost to like socialize while you're eating um Mm -hmm. but in a lot of different cultures especially hers you eat your food and then you talk um, so for her, I think it was more of, this is just how I was raised. You don't talk and eat. Um, and so I, I, I kind of feel like that was, uh, something that played into it. Cause I, I discussed with someone who is in, in that same culture, who's like, yeah, that's fully normal. They're like, we think it's weird that you actually want to eat and talk. <laughs> so, <laughs> let me give a point. Like my mom was always like, can you just finish eating before you? I was like, yeah, that's true. Let me yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. You know, I mean, you know, somebody was saying, you know, she's not she's not this cold ice princess. She's just Finnish. <laughs> yes. So. And and I think, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know many people from Finland, so I can't say, oh, yeah, that's you know, that's just typical. But um, yeah, I would definitely say that there is probably some some cultural differences there, you know, especially with Blake maybe trying to understand why she's very reserved or not wanting to talk and eat or she I mean she the way it the way it's filmed makes her come off as like some ice queen like right don't talk to me I want to go back to right. the room leave me alone you know and <laughs> well, but she's also probably like first day there, right? and finish I mean like. right jet lagged and finish <laughs> she was her first day yes I would be I would be personally angry if I traveled that far probably had to do how many layovers and you want to go party with your friends right i'd be like i, I would i would have preferred to drink tea and go lay down in another room yes with her as well <laughs> yes so I'm i with can't her falter i can't falter for that <laughs> <laughs> 
So, um, and then there's there's a little bit of a rumor going around. Uh, I don't know how big of a rumor it is that she's pregnant. Um, there's a picture going around where she's kind of sticking her belly out, and and people, as they do on everybody, was you know speculating if she was pregnant in it. And um, Blake <laughs> confirms absolutely not. <laughs> I must have missed that one. I mean, I've been seeing so much about um, what's her face being pregnant, but I didn't see the one of. Uh... Tanya, Tanya, yeah, uh, who was doing shots on her lives or whatever. That was just saying, I'm not pregnant, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Who's she's 29, as she made very clear on this episode. Who's still doing shots like that in Mexico at age 29? Is that still a thing? Is that a thing people do? I never did it in general. I didn't have that much fun in college or (laughs) later on in life. But um, I mean. Go for it. Party. 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 Go. Have you fun. know? Yep. Go on with your bad self. <laughs> <laughs> Just feel better in the morning. Make sure right? it's actually alcohol if you're in Cancun. It's my only advice. Oh, God. Scary. Do you remember that? How people were being <laughs> no. served not alcohol or they're being served like, uh, I'm not correct on what liquid it was, but it wasn't alcohol. And it was, was disguised it as vodka and it was like gasoline or something. People <gasps> were ending up dead because it's a clear liquid and they wanted to make money and it was a big fiasco a couple years ago in like cancun and some of the high um tourist areas but yeah i don't i don't know if i remember that yeah you know i mean i went to college in san diego i went to san diego state go aztecs (laughs) so i was right across the border from tijuana where the drinking age was 18 now i went to college i was 17 years old when i went to college so i was even too young to drink in mexico but once i was old enough I, yeah, we cross the border to Tijuana all the time and, you know, they're pouring, you know, alcohol straight from the bottle right directly in your mouth yep. and all of these things. Like all kinds of craziness would happen. And, um, yeah, you know, I'm just glad that social media wasn't around <laughs> back then because I probably would have been like, oh, look at this live. And then it would have all been out there. And oh, now, thank goodness. God it's not. Social media is destroying it. But yeah. <laughs> We're all benefiting from it, but you know. Well, hey, it gives me something to do. So, anyway, so uh, speaking of social media, <laughs> so splashed all over everyone's social media continues to be lying Laura. Now, Laura of Laura and Aladdin from the other way last season is. She's not with him anymore and last was last seen in Ecuador. And I believe that's where she still is currently. Uh, she is allegedly now, she's saying that she is dating this guy whose name is Tony, who runs the Chantel T blog account. Now, I normally have a policy. I'm not going to, like, discuss other blog accounts, you know, anything like that. Like, whatever. Like, everybody has their own place in this world. We all have our little corners. We all have a place in this fandom. You know, everybody does their thing. But they, the two of them have been splashing this all over social media about them being together, which is really kind of funny because Laura is known for lying and Tony is known for being openly outwardly gay Hmm. so what everyone's asking me what is going on is this legit is this legit i i don't have any hard evidence on this one way or the other 
I have circumstantial evidence, which, you know, you could put a case together with circumstantial evidence, but <laughs> Laura has a history of lying and he's outwardly gay. So, and he lives in Las Vegas or LA and she's in Ecuador. So her, I've seen some text messages where she's talking about how great the sex is and all of this other stuff. And I'm just like, I'm shaking my head because it can't be true. This cannot be true. I can't live in a world where this is a true thing. Well, maybe he's traveling. Going on vacation. Maybe he likes both men and women. Who knows? Which is fine. If that's your thing, that's your thing. But do we really think that this is, you know, are they a legit couple? <laughs> I'll wait for uh, the next season of 90 Days the other way. <laughs> maybe he'll be going to Ecuador for her. Because she's, she's not um, an American citizen, right? Correct. She's so, I mean, um, Canada, yeah. right? Yeah. I try to keep up with this stuff. <laughs> She's from Canada. <laughs> she um, is Canadian, yes. So they could definitely do like a spinoff series where he's going to go visit her and maybe, you know, see if it works in Ecuador. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, you guys. This one is just the, the it's, it's, it's like the social media gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, kind of there's like there's always that, that rise in, in social media where it'll get everywhere and then it'll fizzle out and then I don't know what's to gain from it, but they're having fun, so. Yeah. Do I believe it? I don't really believe it, but do I have anything to support that? I Just circumstantial evidence. Right. In that I don't believe a word out of Laura's mouth ever. <sighs> anyway, so what else we got? Anna and Marcel got married. They did get married. We, they did. Or they have a ceremony date that indicates that they were married. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have a ceremony date that indicates they were married in Nebraska on September 8th. Now, I have some intel on the ground that says the wedding almost didn't happen. Um, and that it was like, I don't know the details yet. That was just coming to me. So I'm, I'm still having to sort it out, but allegedly this wedding almost didn't happen. And then when it did happen, a lot of people couldn't be there. So there's not very many people there. So maybe what we see on the show, like the previews and whatnot, I, I'm not sure what we're going to see on the show, but they do have a ceremony where there's a legal document in Nebraska that says that they got married. And so that's what we have on them. Uh, you know, whatever TLC's pushing about him leaving without her, all this stuff, and they're really cringeworthy communication scenes. No, I know. I mean, by now I hope it's better, but I it has to be difficult trying to communicate on a phone. And like, it's difficult it's, to watch them try to communicate. I couldn't imagine actually trying to communicate. Right. I mean, it's hard enough trying to communicate when you can understand English. <laughs> when right. you speak English, <laughs> it's hard to communicate with your spouse. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> yeah. So, anyway, so Anna and Marcel are bee boring beekeepers. Get married. We'll see. We'll see how long that lasts. And what else we got? Um, oh, well, so uh, I, I made a post about um, Emily and her uh, 
life after giving birth to David in Russia, and you guys had some feelings about it. You guys reacted to it. And so I wanted to briefly address that in that... So Emily has been portrayed consistently on the show as this entitled and and that she's special and different, right? She said the first two wives were mistakes. He just happened to marry them and we're different because we're perfect and I'm different. So then when she posts, she has, you know, the baby and she's alone in, in Russia for reasons because Sasha didn't do the paperwork in time. So she's already annoyed and resentful at him because of that. And she's there longer than she wanted to be. Then she posts about oh, m- new motherhood is she's tired and she doesn't have any alone time with with Sasha. You, know, my reaction was she sounds really surprised that new motherhood is hard. It's like, and so my my post was entirely to that point and only to that point was that her the sound of surprise in her voice when she was saying that it, it's isolating and it's hard and he works all the time and we don't have any couple time. It's like, Oh really? You know, and water's wet, you know, everybody knows this at literally every single new mother has experienced this. That was what my post was meant to be about. However, it was taken the wrong way. As a lot of things that are written in text are, <laughs> And intentions aren't seen. Because, um, you know, without without context, um, just looking at the picture, because I was trying to, you know, go back and forth, just looking at the picture, what she says is she's basically speaking to every new parent, especially a new mother who's gone through having a baby and your life completely changing overnight because you've gone from waiting for baby to I have baby and holy crap, this is different. And in some cases, it sometimes does suck. Um, She's got a lot of things going against her. She's in a different country. As TLC portrays, she doesn't speak the language. Even though she she actually does. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't have the support structure that um, a lot of new mothers do. So, you know, maybe her mother or friends or family nearby. Um, Combined with her husband working long hours, um, being the parent that stays at home, it is it is very difficult to um, it's very difficult to cope with. So I've been in three three different places. I've been um, stay at home mom with a husband. I've been stay at home mom with a husband that's not around, and I've been single mom. So <laughs> in all three situations, um, I did experience my own stint with postpartum depression, and so. When you add that context into it, which I don't think she states in the show. No, she didn't. So it's it's hard to, I wouldn't assume that that was something she had challenges with. Um, when you add all that context in, I, okay, it's, it's, it's hard to probably um, have gone through that and then see a post that says, you know, you're whining. I, I'm thinking that, you know, it was just taken out of the context that you meant it to be in but you know sitting on the other side of the fence I could see why people probably jumped on it like you know you're being insensitive she's a new parent but yeah okay you know and I can admit that you know it it was seen that way and I do apologize for 
my role in that. When I created the post and posted it, my intent was solely focused on the content of the surprise she was expressing at the difficulty of new motherhood. And my post was intended solely to be poking fun of that and not at new motherhood itself and the difficulties that that entails. I've been there. Um, my baby daddy was working those kinds of hours when I had a newborn. I understand it. Uh, it never intended to have the context of I'm making fun of new motherhood or I'm making fun of her for finding new motherhood difficult. However, I posted something that did at least create the, the impression of that. And for that, I do apologize because that was not my intention. And to Emily, I'm sorry that it, for, for what my role was in per perpetuating that out there. So, and to everybody else who felt like I was minimizing new motherhood, I also apologize for that. So that's about it. That's really all we have for this new this new uh, season this week. There's really not a lot. There really isn't. Um. You know, we have, um, you know, again, the side characters. Uh, we have uh, Porn Granny, who I'm trying to get on the show. And we have Hot Boxer, who I did get on the show. And you guys will be hearing from him <laughs> a little bit. I had an awesome interview with him. He's going to be sharing all the behind the scenes, everything about it, and answering the big question that everybody wants to know, is he single? Oh, but my first, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> These people, the questions. <laughs> you guys had some questions for him. But first, our social media roundup. This is where we, you know, enter the, the, the sound effect, the yeehaw sound effect. Can you give me a yeehaw? Yeehaw! There you go. You better sound more than me. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. All right. So what do we have? We have Jesse and Tom were spotted together in New York City. My suspicion is they're filming something, although there was no cameras captured in the picture. Thoughts? Really? I think it was probably Tom actually maybe getting one of those famous therapy sessions from Jesse. Oh, right. His psychology degree. Or maybe they're co-hosting a podcast. <laughs> Who would do that? <laughs> they're all the rage nowadays. Um, I don't know. So maybe they're, maybe they're 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 mending bad blood that was made during the recording. You know, sometimes you uh, can bond over dating someone and realizing that, you know. So maybe when when Akini finally wise, wises up and dumps Ben, you and Akini are going to go get <laughs> pedicures together? Oh, my goodness. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. Was that my out loud voice? <laughs> oh, we're hoping we're hoping them well. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Wish you well. Wish you well. Uh, speaking of well. Stacy and Florian are still together, back together. They're together in Albania. Albania had an earthquake. Stacy went live immediately after because she wanted to let everybody know that they were safe and that she and Florian were together. And this was right after all of the news from last week about Shanti and whether Stacy was or wasn't pregnant and everything. So, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> they, they were fine. The earthquake happened and they were fine. <laughs> I think I saw that video too. I thought it was awkward because it looked like he was trying to run from the camera. <laughs> Maybe he like she like she like slowly moves it over towards me. He's like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so <laughs> uh, Sinjin was arrested for having a small amount of pot, and finally that was out on social media. His, I guess, whatever his, his he pled to or something. It was a very small amount of marijuana, and I guess Connecticut still hasn't come around to legalizing it yet so uh there's that i think he pled no he contest just said it was his herbal remedy isn't he <laughs> married to a by this time she's a professional shaman, witch doctor herbalist witch doctor that's what she called herself she wanted to be the neighborhood witch doctor which we know is of high demand in um rural connecticut oh my goodness <laughs> not, i have a thing all. about accents too so of course I like his accent, but I would love to hear him just be like, it's, it's just, it's just medicine, man. It's just, it's just medicinal. <laughs> you know, on a, just a complete side note, I think it's interesting that people are still getting arrested for small amounts of pot because I live in an area where small amounts are decriminalized, not legal, but sort of decriminalized. So the small amounts aren't, I, aren't that big of a deal. I work for the federal government, which it is still illegal for for the federal Correct. government. Although recently there was a bill on, in committee to legalize it on the federal level, and that was just committee, and it's not going to go any further than committee. But at least it's starting to make its it's, it's starting to there. percolate up there, right? Right. Especially right. since, like, um, I mean, this is just my personal view of the the money that's spent persecuting someone for carrying something that small. You know, all the money that goes into it, I just think as a taxpayer, it's like, yeah, I mean, there's we the could whole be spending that time somewhere else and criminal justice side of marijuana and, you know, the war on drugs and all this stuff, which is a whole other subject. There are podcasts upon podcasts and documentaries <laughs> about that. Yeah. Which is beyond the scope of our trash. It so is. <laughs> but, um, so let me let me work through this. If they just lived in like Arizona or Seattle, Colorado, Col that's know. right, Colorado. So be maybe fine. they just need to relocate. It'll be good. <laughs> there you go. There you go, uh, Sinjin and Tanya, who clearly isn't pregnant based on her shot intake. So then we have Sarah of. She is the ex-wife of Michael, of Michael and Juliana. So Sarah was verbally attacked because uh, the scene on TLC showed her telling Juliana that she didn't want her to parent. And what, what T so Sarah came, comes on social media and wants to explain that what TLC didn't include was that TLC had cut this and spliced it. And the TLC didn't include the rest of the sentence where she was saying, to Juliana, you're adjusting to a new home, a new country, and a new relationship. You shouldn't have to also parent. That was the context of the whole sentence. And and that was cut. So it made it sound like Sarah was saying, you, sh you shouldn't have to parent, or you don't parent, or I, d I don't want you to parent. She was saying it in the context of, you've got all these things going on. You shouldn't have to worry about that also. So she came out on social media about that. And I see you shaking your head, Hanakawa. Yep. And I even I even uh, reposted it because um, 
It wouldn't be good TV if she was being nice to the new wife. Right? <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> it's almost a given that they're going to cut out anything that makes you look like the good ex-wife on TV. Um, but for, for me, of course, everyone knows I have that same opinion of uh, you shouldn't have to get here and acclimate to a new country and culture and start parenting kids at the same time. That's just ridiculous. So I kind of gave the, you know, hand clap of yay. I like, but, um, you know, there's also the speculation that that wasn't cut and I don't know, but you know, it, it is, it is what it is when you deal with TLC editing, unfortunately. <laughs> um, they're they're they they need to make some kind of dramatic scene and um it's funny because um my boyfriend and I were watching that scene and he was just like damn <laughs> <laughs> she really told her I was like I don't know it was like I can't imagine that would be phrased that way he's like no nope, it's clearly cut that way so we both you know <laughs> yeah but yeah, it's way know. too jaded and cynical watching the show that it's, I automatically say, no, it's got open ended. I know. It, it, it honestly has ruined me to. Well, you to, know, speaking know of the same. On that side. That whole same couple is, is I thought the whole Juliana buying a car on the, on the credit card, like that had to have been a TLC thing. Like that didn't really happen. Why would she have t- Juliana bought a car? And so I reached out to a source and I was like. Well, this had to have been, you know, this had to have been TLC. And and I was told, nope, you're wrong. That really happened. It was a really inexpensive car, but no, that really happened. And then we saw on this past episode, she talked about her, Juliana talked about her sister using it for a cab. Um, so, you know, but my first thought was, no, that's not true. That didn't really happen. And it, and it did. So I was well, told I was in no uncertain like, terms, you are wrong. I was like, okay. We always push the limits of what we can uh, do. And I can imagine it being like, okay, I'll buy a car. What's common sense to us of saying I wouldn't buy a car and a credit card may not have been common sense to it's money, right? This, right. this card is money. And I'm pretty sure from... Um, from her uh, sentiment on our lives when people ask her, she's like, I'm done talking about the car. <laughs> like, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I bought a car. <laughs> as long as me, I guess the confusion was mainly she's buying a car, but expecting to come out here. So why would she buy it? Why would she? Um, didn't make sense. That it didn't yeah. make sense. Maybe she just wanted to at least make sure she got a car out of it if she couldn't get here. There's all kinds of... Uh, comments about why she bought a car but i i honestly think she just didn't think it was a terrible thing you know especially if it was like a five thousand dollar car I, I can't imagine that you know she swiped a ferrari on his credit card right right so. <laughs> <laughs> like where would you get one in brazil and in, in where she lives anyway and she says what her sister's using it to drive a cab right yeah so to it's, make get, money it's getting used it's helping them make money i'm i'm pretty sure it was a minor, um, maybe a discussion between them, but I, I, you know, I, I think that it's been blown out of proportion of what it really was, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think also what's happening with them is the phenomenon that everybody was expecting to hate them and it turns out people actually really like them. They're actually very yes. likable as a couple. So people are trying they really to, they're, are. they're grasping at things to to try to 
you know find something to snark on with them. I would I would say that 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 couple has um, it's really hard to find bad things. You know, everyone picked on the age at first, but since the age has fizzed out, there's almost you know it's almost nothing. Like she's she's honestly sweet and seems genuine, and um, they seem to genuinely love each other. They seem to genuinely love each other, and there's kind of that. Um, energy from her being like maybe the lost energy that he was missing you know you need a little <laughs> bit more pep uh in your life and and she seems to be that and so you know that that dynamic sometimes works we have like the balloon hooked up to a rock mm-hmm. so, you, know, <laughs> you have I mean, the person clearly... who can still dream and you have the rock who's like nope we're gonna you know you know he's clearly going through a midlife crisis but it seems like she's a good fit for that and you know it could be a lot worse i guess Yes. So. And been driving a red car. <laughs> the car wasn't red. <laughs> so here's something else that's happening, which it's kind of bumming me out, is that Max, Michael and Sarah's kid, has been getting attacked on social media because of his weight. So he's pretty active on social media. You've seen him. He's out yep. there, right? So he's getting attacked because allegedly he's a little overweight. Now, I don't know what the proper weight ranges for kids his age so i have no commentary on that whatsoever but dude leave the kids out of it you guys so yeah i mean um, unfortunately they think because they're on the show they're fair game but i'm like under any circumstance like kids are off limit they're off limits um and you know he does go on his lives people go on there they say things and it's just kind of like I, I don't I don't understand the thought process of wanting to insult a child. Right. You know. Uh, you know so Sarah went on and I talked about how he had gained weight because he was depressed due to the divorce. So she tried to explain that. So that's where we're at with that. You know, but you guys just leave the kids alone. Leave the kids out of it. And she shouldn't she shouldn't have to go on there and explain why she shouldn't have to go on to explain anything. Like, that shouldn't even have been a topic for her to have to get on to defend. I'm going back to, like, as a mother, you know, just stop. <laughs> yeah. Um, so rounding out the rest of the social media roundup, we had Darcy showing a video of a ring on her finger, and some think it was from Michael. A lot of think it's a PR stunt. She's worn costume jewelry rings on that finger before, so... I don't know that anybody buys it, um, but it's got a lot of people talking, which I think is probably her. Uh, yeah, I wasn't sure there. what she was showing off, the tattoo or... The really bad tattoo? I mean, I would just take a picture of the ring. I don't get it. Like, yeah. I was trying to see it. It looks so big that I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> there's there's no way that's like not... What is that stone? What Wasonite? Um, yeah. I Wasson- can never yeah. say that word. <laughs> Like, damn it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, okay. Yeah, and if, if it is, if Michael allegedly lost his job due to Darcy, so I don't think he can afford a rock that size. So, oh. that's just my two, my two cents on it. Um, what else we got? We got Aladdin making, making a big to-do uh, about women offering him money and green card online. Apparently women are going after him, <laughs> offering him money, and he says he's not a piece of meat and he's not for sale. But his tours are. 
So if you want a tour of Tunisia with the Tunisian love rat Aladdin, oh, go right ahead. God. But you guys, he's not for sale. He's not after a green card. Stop trying speaking, to buy the man. It's speaking cake of men that who can wins be people over. Speaking of cake <laughs> and men that could be bought, Angela and Michael. Oh no, <laughs> Michael. Oh no, they were in the preview. <laughs> Looks like we're gonna get to see them finally. Uh, there's a. a Michael fan page and Angela has been going hard after whoever runs that and trying to get people to report it and how dare you have a fan page and it's not us and she's been going hard after it. So Is it still up? I don't know. I've been uh, like the weird I, person who keeps looking at Instagram to see when they're going to disappear. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome to my life. That's one of them. <laughs> Oh, so before we move on to the interview with Hot Boxer, I, I wanted to bring the viewers and the listeners up to date on a little bit of history. It's time for a history lesson. So I'm scrolling through my phone the other day in my Time Hop app. And it's an app that shows you all these, you know, pictures and things from this day, last year, two years ago, whatever. So it showed me this video from last year. And I was like, what is this video? And I'm scrolling through it and I'm watching this video. And, oh, it's Jonathan's Winker. So it reminded me it's the one-year anniversary of Penisgate. So I thought I'd give you guys a little history lesson on what Penisgate is. So we had Penisgate 1 and 2 because there's more than one. Oh, no. So this... I know. So this no, is what no. happened. For those of you who weren't around, season six was airing this time last year. Dumpster fire of a season. We thought this one was bad. Like it was, it was, it was terrible. It was really boring. And then all the cast just exploded on social media and it was terrible. And by exploded, I mean, literally there's videos of it, but <laughs> that's part of penis gate. So what happened on this? So there was Jonathan and Fernanda and, Fernanda had posted a live video on like a Instagram live. Like it, it seemed like she might've done it accidentally, but like accidentally on purpose maybe. And it's this video of her talking to him. And then all of a sudden there's his penis and they're <laughs> saying, what is it? What is that? Ha 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 ha. And he says, it's my fucking penis. Oh no. <laughs> and so this video was up just very brief time. She immediately pulled it down, but 8,000 fans screen recorded it before it was pulled down of and sent it to me. Of course they did. <laughs> and every fan account out there. So we were getting inundated with penis pictures. Now, none of us are going to repost penis pictures because, duh, like we're not going to post nudes without consent. So none of us were going to post this video, but we talked about it, right? Because everybody is sending it to us. So the, there, was me, there was a lot of memes and things going around about that. So everybody, every meme account had this. None of us were sharing it. And um, people were upset about that because they wanted to see Jonathan's penis. And, I mean, I could tell you it was perfectly average, perfectly average size, which given, oh, <laughs> given who he enough. is, you know, you know it's perfectly yeah, fine, perfectly average penis. And then... So none of us were posting it, but some of us were posting about the situation. And then Jonathan and Fernanda started going after every blog account, saying like with threatening legal action. 
And it's like, what threatening legal action for what? I didn't do anything. Like, we can talk about it. You're a public figure. We can talk about it. Nobody's sharing the pictures. No one's sharing the video. Talking about a situation that happened is not illegal. And in my case, it had to be Fernanda that reached out to me because Jonathan had already blocked me because I was just a clown blogger and Colt <laughs> had more fans than I did. It was a whole thing. Uh, <laughs> it made the tell-all. It was a whole thing. Um so Jonathan and I were not friends. So Fernanda reached out to me and then I was like, yeah, no, there's, you know, New York Times versus Sullivan, you're a public figure. There's no malice. There's no false information. You have no legal action here. We didn't do anything, you know, go fuck yourself. Although, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> but basically, like, you have no standing. Like, thanks. Thanks, but go home. So that was penis gate one was Jonathan's penis. Not to be outdone in this battle between who's the bigger douche, Jonathan or Colt, from season six, which was the whole season-long thing, Colt's penis pictures were released. Now, allegedly, they got leaked, but from what ultimately ended up happening, we believe, I think the consensus was, is that Larissa actually leaked them to somebody for release. Like, she intended the leak to happen gotcha. and there's a video and there's a, there's a, there's a still photograph and he's wearing a red shirt and that's it. And he's standing and then he, there's another video. And then, um, I'll say this. He's, he's, if Jonathan is an average size penis, Colty is less than average size penis. <laughs> oh, so, Two days after we have Jonathan's wanker inundating us in our inbox, now we have Colt's wanker inundating us. And the video, you guys, it's bad. It's like there's, it's an action video. Let's just put it that way. It's an action and, video. <laughs> <laughs> and then Colt, Colt started not, you know, got to make light of this, right? Colt started selling whether he was really doing this or not, but selling pieces of the red t-shirt that were shown in the picture. That's how, that's how you do it though. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Right. Oh my God. <clears throat> yeah. And there was a lot of Photoshopping and things that were happening, not with Jonathan's, but with Colt's no. things that it was being compared to. And, oh my goodness. and yeah. And um, again, with that, we weren't sharing those either. So that's penis gate one and two. And that all happened within like a week of each other. So every blogger and fan and T account out there was getting inundated with dick pics and videos forever. And it just, just no, you guys just know. What a time <laughs> to be alive. What a time didn't, to be alive. His, and I almost, his dick pics also come with malware. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I have to, I have to find a post and send it to you. Cause I, Unfortunately, was not in the know of all that when I scrolled past that story. But it was like, if you downloaded my pick, then you have malware, and I'm watching you. Oh God! I think that had to have been a joke, right? I'm pretty sure it was. Maybe he's an IT, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then and then I thought, okay, we're done with the dick pics. We're done. We're done. And then a few months ago, somebody released to me. What it was allegedly Colt again. I guess this is his MO. He likes to send 
you know, videos of himself playing with himself um, with his very little cold to people. And <laughs> it got sent to me. And of course, I'm not going to really, you know, share it and release it. I, I don't know if it's him. You know, I have no way to prove it's him. <laughs> thank God. But yeah, like, can I just get through a season without a dick pic in my inbox? Please, please. Anyway, it's like um, no. But they have so, those so new um, penis detectors that. Um, God, what dating app is it? Where it scans the picture before you open it to identify if it's a, if it's a penis or not. Oh my God. Yeah, that would be wonderful. <laughs> I need that in my DMs. <laughs> I we need were that. joking. We were joking about that, but it like scans it to see if it's a dick pic, and then it like doesn't let you send it, or I guess it warns the receiver. I don't can't remember. You guys don't send dick pics. Just just stop with it, okay? Just stop. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so there's your history lesson for today. That is Penis Gate One and Two. Anything to say on that before we move on to our interview? Uh, let's just not make it Penis Gate 3. Yeah. Right? Yeah, let's not make it Penis Gate 3. Um, although I think, I suspect several of you would like to see Penis Gate 3 with my next guest, which oh, is Lord. <laughs> Miguel. Miguel, the pro boxer from the boxing gym that Robert and Annie visited in the show this week that he also played the role of marriage therapist. He sat down with me and well, virtually sat down with me because he's in Florida and I'm in cold, rainy DC, but, uh, gave me an interview and he gave me all of the behind the scenes information. And as I said before, he's answering the question that was most asked in that is he's single. So here we have Miguel. What can you tell me about how you were approached for the show? Did you did they come to the gym? Do they come to you personally? No, what like happened what? to me? What happened to me was I was just at my house, chilling. I had just worked that day, and they called me. My, you know, the the manager at the job. She called me. And she pretty much was like, "Hey, we have this thing," and she pretty much begged me to come. And she told me that she was gonna pay me fifty bucks extra, which I don't even know if she honestly paid me. But I was like, that was really what convinced me because I didn't know what was going on. So I was like, yeah, sure, okay, whatever. <laughs> I'll go. Like, you pay me, I'll go. So I went, and when I got there, I I see all the cameras and stuff like that, and it was a lot different than what I had originally expected. But I honestly thought it was just some, like, low-budget, you know, like, nice, like, local thing. I don't know. I had no idea what I was getting into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. It's like a 90-day phenomenon. Like, the show is such a huge, huge ratings hit. And then these side ancillary characters, there's always one that, you know, for every every couple has these ancillary characters. And these there's ones that's like, it's this phenomenon that, like, everybody gloms on and goes like, oh, my God, that person is the breakout star. Like, um, actually, for the same couple, um, Porn Granny is is one. <laughs> Oh, wow. Robert's son's <laughs> grandmother is a porn star. Oh, my and, God. That's, oh, my God. No way. Yeah. Yeah. And she's been appearing. Fucking unbelievable. And, that is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. So, so Robert and Andy are terrible, like, as a couple. Oh, but absolutely. all of these ancillary characters are providing great entertainment. So, yeah, what can you tell us about what you – when you met Robert and Andy, like, what, what did you think? What, what are your thoughts? 
Uh, well, I see, I didn't know any of these people. So when I go in there, I got there before uh, they did. And like I said, I, I had just gone in there to teach, like a little, to do like a little boxing uh, thing with these two, with this couple. It's basically how she like painted it. I had to go and give miss to this couple on camera. And I was like, yeah, that's easy. I can do that. And then when I got there, the camera lady, she told me like, oh, like what I want you to do is kind of like pretend give the mitts, but then like step back and like start asking them questions. And then they're going to start arguing about something because they've got things that they're going to talk about. And I was like, okay, sure. So then when I pretty much kind of just did that, but when I got there, it actually turns out that not only, I mean, they're barely really a couple, but they don't even understand what they're saying to each other. So... I, I speak Spanish and the girl's Dominican, like straight from the Dominican Republic. And she's hilarious to be. If you understood Spanish, it would have just it would have made the show 20 times better because she was honestly really funny. Well, but, uh, so I don't know if you watched the show last night, but um, they there was a whole conversation you had with her before they put any subtitles up. So we had no idea what you guys were saying. For those of us like me who can't speak Spanish okay. and don't understand much of it. Can you tell me what you guys were talking about? Um, I was pretty much just asking her, okay, I remember one part of it. I was asking her, what is the problem with, like, what is he doing wrong? And then he was just kind of, she was like, oh, he's over here. He must think I'm crazy. He flew me all the way out here to, like, uh, have pictures of his of him with his ex. And, he, like, how would that make you feel if I had pictures of, my, of me with my ex and this and that and the other? And then I was like, oh, okay, well, you got a point because my ex-girlfriend at the time was pretty much on the same thing but i didn't have any of that stuff that's different subject but she was like that. <laughs> so i remember i remember being like yo bro come on man how are you gonna have a picture of your ex and he's like no right and he, he was like the thing is that it's a picture of my ex but my son is in the picture so it's like a family picture like my son was in the picture which to me i took it as like that was justifiable but she was just not having it and then, <laughs> and then i remember there was at one point where she he, she was saying like oh he was like he took, he took me to buy clothes when I got here. Like when I, she's like, I don't have any clothes. She's like, when he took me to buy clothes, he took me to a thrift store. And this I'm like, is oh, true. Yeah. yeah. And then he was like, and then she was like, hilarious. And she was like, I'm not, how the hell am I gonna go and shop at a thrift store using used people's clothes, dirty clothes, blah blah blah. And she was just going off, and he couldn't understand what she was saying. So I kind of had like had to tell them, which I would be very, very surprised if they're together to this day. Are they together to this day? We don't know yet. That, that's part of what I'm trying to uncover. Um, they, okay. They're under non-disclosure agreement, so they, they're not supposed to talk about their relationship while the show's airing. But part of what I do okay. is try to try to find out Just that stuff. Uncover. So, yeah, uncover. Yes, yes, yes. Because there's always stuff happening. There's always craziness that's happening. And, and um yeah, with them, uh, I don't know. We haven't found it. We haven't found anything on them yet. But you know, the, the no, season yeah, that was still pretty, young. Pretty disastrous, just because. Uh, man, that just sounded like well, she was a lot, and he just really seemed like a nice guy, kind of. You know what I mean? But his janky like, thrift store ass, Robert. Yeah, I didn't actually <laughs> watch the episode because, like I said, I don't have TV. But he seemed like he was a nice guy. He just seemed like he didn't know what he was getting himself into. And he seemed like he had a lot of baggage on the side anyways. You know what I mean? Well, what we know about him is that he has five kids by four baby daddies or baby mamas. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's a lot of baggage. Yeah. And then, and then he was he was doing all these things though. Like, he paid for her. Like, oh, oh, he was talking about all this money he spent on. Like, he was telling me about all this money that he had to spend to like be able to like do some of the paperwork to get her here. Mm-hmm. And like, she was just kind of like, well, he has to pay all this stuff if he wants me. Blah blah blah. And like, I mean, that's why I say. Man, I don't know. She she was taking him for a ride, but she was. You think? You think she's just in it for the green card? Man, I mean, like that's my opinion. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe she right. Turns around and maybe she turns around and loves the guy. I don't know. But from what I got at that very moment, and then you know what I mean, in time, was that mm-hmm. she was basically. I mean, she was. I think she was using them for the papers, maybe. Uh, or I think she was just ha- having fun on the TV show. You know, she was really good on TV. I'll say that. She was really she's, fun. She's a good-looking woman. That's for sure. Yeah. But so, she, so. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> well, no, no, that's actually a good segue to my next question is, is a lot of people think that you and her would be a good couple. <laughs> that's so funny. Like uh, you guys had more chemistry than they did. We probably did because we we got along well because she's funny and I could understand what she was saying, and mm-hmm. he couldn't. You know what I mean? Which was like the big part of the problem where I was like, "How's this gonna work?" When I can't understand what she's saying. She's hilarious, and I, I think she could have her own TV show. But um, <laughs> but I think uh, honestly, I think I would tread away from those waters. Have you seen them since? No, no, no. I, I don't I don't know them. That was the first time and the last time I had ever met them. Like, I, so, I, yeah, last time they didn't come in again for another marriage no, therapy session? They, they, no, they didn't. They didn't. They said that they were, and I think that was more for TV. But I, I guess they said I was a friend of Robert's. I, I'm not, I mean, not that he's not a cool guy. but he, No, I don't, I don't think they said that you were a friend of his. I think, I mean, they, they listed your title as Miguel Pro Boxer, which okay, okay. from my searching last night, trying to find you um, on Instagram, which I was successful at within about 30 minutes, I will say, <laughs> I've discovered you are in <laughs> fact a professional boxer. You have a whole like yeah. profile and win loss record, actually like a lot of wins and no losses from what I remember. Yeah. Only one, only one. Yeah. Only one. Okay. But Okay. Yeah. So, so they said, so here's the thing with the, the show the tr- there's, there's a trope with the show where these couples have their crazy nonsense, whatever their issues are. And they always dump it on these ancillary characters, whether it's like a jewelry store person or whether it's um, like, uh, usually it's a sales clerk of some kind, like at a store, okay. at a, you know, <laughs> in your case, it was <laughs> the boxer. And, so we, so we, I knew as soon as I walked in, like, oh, this guy's gonna be a marriage therapist. And then he, you say this, like, I'm not a marriage therapist. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You don't need a marriage therapist, just a marriage counselor to know no. that these two aren't gonna really last. Just didn't need. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't need to. No, you. Ha- I had to have a a conversation with both of them, and that was about it. When I was like, man, this is impossible bro what are you doing you know like <laughs> you can't even understand what she's saying so did and you guys do like a full session or was it just like no, abbreviated was, for the sake of more no. like it was honestly i didn't even think i don't even think they sweat because we did i did have them do like 
punches on the on the mitts for like a minute and then punches on the mitts for like a minute and then they were like they told me to like kind of like watch them talk and then ask them questions and when I asked them they would get their they wanted to set it up to where they started arguing about whatever it is that had a problem with okay. in that case was the fact that he had pictures up of his ex right. and that he took her to a thrift store to buy clothes. <laughs> and she was not having it. And you can't speak to somebody like that when they're like that because they're just not having it. And when somebody's not having it, they're not having it. And so he basically, the only way he could have won that would be to take down the pictures and keep them in his wallet or keep them around somewhere you know what i mean if you're right they don't need to be public like no one's asking you to have like a burn party but like they're public on social media like they don't need to be exactly i think that was more where i could i could say like you could uh kind of make way for her in that aspect like take it off the social stuff and keep it for yourself somewhere else you know what i mean where you look at it when you won't want to you know what i mean right and when your kids may want to see pictures of Absolutely. you guys with it. You don't want to burn those pictures. Exactly. Well, and burn those pictures. if it's the older kids, he doesn't have contact with them mostly because of situations with their baby mamas. So oh, he do- he doesn't really yes, have so a lot. He, like only the younger one. Yeah, only the younger one, Bryson, that lives with him, um, whose grandmother is porn grinding, who I'm also trying to get an interview with. <laughs> but Diamond Fox. You got a way better name. story than I do. I'll tell you that. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know. We got it. We got the hot professional boxer, and we got hot porn star. Like these are the most interesting aspects of their story. <laughs> so the number yeah. one question I've I mean, got about you is: is are you single? Yes, I'm single. Oh, you hear I that, ladies? Oh, he's looking for the rebound. I just got out of a relationship. <laughs> yeah. um, and and you are a professional boxer, right? So yes. tell me a little bit about yes. that. Um, so I'm 18 and one with 12 knockouts. Should be 13. I um, I hurt my left labrum on my shoulder. So I was supposed to be fighting in. August and then my opponent got injured and then I was supposed to be fighting in I think it was November and then I got injured so I'll be getting surgery in January and I won't be back in the ring till summer so probably July August but it will be televised my next fight it would be on Fox and I'm signed with Premier Boxing Champions which is basically all the fights that are on Fox that particular channel so um, I should be fighting on Fox in the summer and hopefully again in December and I'll be back on track. But for right now, um, I'm not really teaching or boxing due to the injury. So I'm kind of just resting. So you're and, uh, looking uh, for someone to help you occupy time. Ladies, if yeah. you want him to occupy your time or if you want him to knock you out, <laughs> yeah, I literally you can find... have, I literally have about six months of free time. So I guess that's, that's not a bad way to start. Not a bad way to start. You can find him at Miguel Cruz Official on Instagram. I have that linked. I'll have it linked in the show notes, and your Instagram is going to go absolutely crazier than it already has. Um, well, I really for, appreciate uh, the interview. Thank you. I the really interview. appreciate it. I, I I appreciate you coming on. Um, people wanted to know. People wanted me to talk to you, and um, I have quite a few ladies that wanted to get your phone number. I don't think we're going to go quite that far, but. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you can slide into his DMs if you want him to knock yeah, you out. Exactly. There's all kinds of ways to get the information if 
if you qualify. <laughs> but uh, the anyways, qualifiers, I love it. I love sure. it. Uh, thank you so much, though. I really appreciate it. Um, and good you, luck Sarah. with your surgery. You I've had, I had, I've had that shoulder surgery done three times now. So, <laughs> oh lord. Yeah. <laughs> now I, I have the fake. It, I hope everything yeah. goes well. I really do. Now I have the fake shoulder. So. It's not a lot of fun. Good luck with that. You'll need someone uh, to nurse you back to health. So, ladies, slide into his DMs. Miguel, thank yeah. you so much for taking the time to talk to me. I thank appreciate you so much. it. Bye bye. So, there you have it. There's Miguel. You guys know what to do. Hit up his DMs. And we'll have all of that linked in the show notes. <laughs> Miguel Cruz Official is his Instagram, ladies. Go ahead and send and- over your nursing credentials. <laughs> physical therapist oh work that shoulder <laughs> if you're in central florida anyway just saying okay so we're gonna close it out with our shout outs now these are some shout outs that i apparently missed last week so you guys i wanted to apologize that i missed these in my inbox um i do apologize i'm not trying to and intentionally cut you off. So we have Roberta says, great interview as always. This is referring to the Danielle interview. Glad to have have Hetero Life Mate back. You both have awesome chemistry on the podcast, and I'm sure in other ways as well, (laughs) LMBO. Yeah, we do. I look forward to hearing each podcast. Your podcast is my first podcast I ever listened to. So thank you, Roberta. I appreciate it a lot. And Hetero Life Mate will be back on uh, at some point. I'm not sure when. And Lori says, hi again, just letting you know I'm out here listening and enjoying. Keep up the excellent interviews and tea service. Well, thank you very much, Lori. I'm glad to be of service. And then Linda says, just want to say love your podcast. Wanted to wish you much success with this. You found the greatest idea, and I bet it goes far. God bless, Linda. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much. I actually have one other one. Now, this came from the Podbean app, so I missed this the first time you guys had it, so I apologize. It says... Felicia Cheeks says, love your show, and now my fiancé is addicted to your podcast. Can you give us a shout-out? Love you. Felicia and Greg, San Francisco Bay Area, California. So, Felicia and Greg, I'm sorry it took me so long to get to you guys. Um, Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. And I am also from the San Francisco Bay Area, so go Giants. And just as a reminder you can find us at the fraudcast on instagram you can find me at frauded by tlc and where can they find you you know it's not so easy as that (laughs) um so cactus underscore fruit underscore juice on instagram there you go Mm -hmm. and you can also find us on the facebook group the fraudcasters facebook groups slash fraud the fraudcasters you can find us there. Also, as a reminder, uh, if you enjoy what you're listening to and you like us and you want to give us five stars, you're shouting in the car, this is a five-star podcast, go ahead and hit five stars on that uh, Apple podcast for us. We appreciate it, and it, it does help things along on this end. 
But we don't do it for the stars. We do it for you and all the tea. And I am rotted by TLC, and I am dumpster diving, so you don't have to. You can find your fraudcaster on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Frauded by TLC and on the web at talkersoffraud.com. This broadcast has been produced and edited by yours truly, art by Sarah Dawdy. Music written, produced, and performed by Umami. Segment producer at iHeartReality TV shows. Further assistance provided by many unnamed fraud consultants. Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day uh, when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.